Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbe Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. Moment. 
of Nazareth is passing away this morning. Oh. Give the Lord a shout. passes your way. May your needs be met. May he listen to your plea. And may he be merciful unto you. May Jesus give you a special gift this morning as you believe that he's passing your way in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take your seats in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for all those who believe Jesus is passing their way. Let's turn our Bibles to Zechariah chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. My preaching this morning has two titles, two topics. I love you too. Two topics or two headings. The second one I'll tell you later. As I preach, but that's going to be the theme or the title for today. But the first title is Breaking the Yoke by Honoring and Celebrating the Anointing. Breaking the Yoke by Honoring and Celebrating the Anointing. Hallelujah. What is the yoke? The yoke is a burden. Hallelujah. And so, Zachariah chapter 4. And today, burdens are going to be broken. People are going to be set free. In the name of Jesus. Zachariah chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. And the angel that taught with me came again. And may your angel come again. Hallelujah. And talk with you. And wake me as a man is waking out of his sleep. And said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick of all gold, with a bowl upon with a bowl upon the top of it, and his seven lamps thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof. Verse 4. So I answered, so I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? What are these, my Lord? Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, 
knowest thou not what these things be? And I said, no, my Lord. You know how dreams and visions are. Do you get it? You can become Bruce Lee. You can become Jackie Chan. You are an angel. You are this, so many. These people, they are having their own encounter together. They said, no, my Lord. Verse 6. Is it verse 6? Verse 6. Then he has said and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto you, Zerubbabel. Hallelujah. And today you have to put your name in place of Zerubbabel. This is the word of the Lord unto you. Unto you who? Unto you who? Unto you who? Saying, not by might, not by might, nor by power. Do you know might and do you know power? Might and power. You know, might could be described, explained in so many ways. But at least by the film stars, what they, they did here. Might is one of the suggestions that was given to the man. That why don't you go and look for another way of giving birth. That's might. Do you see? Might could be anything that you can use to achieve your aim. And might can even be through a good way, a good means of doing it. Hallelujah. And power. Is it power? Sometimes I can see that you have power, but power cannot do everything. They have people have power, but they have so many problems. Hallelujah. There was a man of God who was a general in the army. So many good things were said about him, but they ended by saying, but he was a leper. Do you see? So in spite of all the might and all the power he, he, he had, he still had, a, had an issue. Do you get it? So there's always something that might and power will not be able to give to you. Hallelujah. There's always something that might and power will not be able to give to you. So he said, not by might. Not by might. And not by power. But by my spirit. saith the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. And then say, who art thou, O great mountain? Who art thou, O great mountain? What are the mountains? The mountains are the problems and the difficulties we face. The issues that don't seem to go away. And sometimes it looks like the mountains are growing. You thought that the mountains would be going up leveling, but they are growing. Every day, one problem or the other. These are the mountains. But the Bible said, who art thou, O great mountain? You get it. Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain. And he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shouting, crying, grace, grace unto it. Hallelujah. Now what this scripture is telling us that anointing, anointing is very important to deal with many problems. Hallelujah. Because anointing is God. Anointing is Holy Spirit. 
Jesus said that you shall receive the Holy Ghost after the anointing has come upon you. Hallelujah. God, the Spirit of God has anointed me. Do you get it? So, anointing is the Holy Spirit. And, anoint, and the Holy Spirit is God. And when you are anointed, no problem will be able to stand before and against you. So, God was telling Zerubbabel by the word of the Lord that not by might. And this one, I'm telling somebody, your problems, it's not by might. It's not by power. But just as she came to say to the husband that I am, the doctor says I am pregnant. This is how your situation is also going to be. Hallelujah. The anointing will break the yoke. Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. It says that, Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. It says, and it shall come to pass in that day. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. Hallelujah. That his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed. The yoke shall be destroyed. Because of what? Because of what? The anointing. Hallelujah. So you need the anointing to break the yoke. Many people are carrying heavy burdens. And you have yokes upon your necks. Yokes of unemployment. Yoke of sicknesses and diseases. Several burdens. But the Bible said, by reason of the anointing. By reason of the anointing. It shall be destroyed. And you have to believe it. Are you, are you listening to me? You have to believe it. That the anointing will destroy the yoke. The anointing will remove burdens. The anointing will answer questions. The anointing will, will level mountains. And the anointing will level valleys. And they are not, oh, you don't know how to receive. Some of you are still thinking. You are still thinking. You are still thinking. And the anointing shall make plain your path. Hallelujah. By reason, because, because of the anointing. And then Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. If the iron is blunt, you have to, you do not wet the edge. If the iron is blunt and you do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength. Do you get it? In other words, if you are using your strength, your power, and the anointing is not there, then you use a lot of energy, a lot of strength, a lot of human efforts, a lot of calculations. A lot of strategies and principles and keys to make things done. But if the, but wisdom is profitable for direction. So if the iron is sharp, I want to talk about, we talk about if the anointing is there, 
So we need anointing. Do you get it? We need anointing. We have to believe in the anointing. We need anointing. We have to believe in the anointing. And anything we can do for the anointing to come. And anything we will do for the anointing to come. Because we, it's the anointing. Hallelujah. Jesus couldn't have done anything without the anointing. Hallelujah. And the disciples couldn't have done anything without the anointing. That's why Jesus said, don't rush. Don't rush to go and do evangelism. Don't rush to go and put the people on the bus. Wait for the Holy Spirit. In other words, ask for help of the Holy Spirit. Don't do it on your own. Hallelujah. Go with the Holy Spirit. Moses understood the anointing. Because he also understood that the anointing was the presence of God. So when God asked him to go and deliver the Israelite from Egypt, he said, yes, I will go. But let me tell you, if your presence will not go with me, then don't send me. Do you get it? As long as your presence is with me, I know I will defeat Pharaoh. Because I'm not going to fight Pharaoh because of my own strength. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm not going to fight Pharaoh because of my own strength. If you are with me, and if the Lord is with you, it means you are anointed. And you can do what you have to do. Hallelujah. So the anointing is very, very important. And let me tell you how Anna is related to the anointing. By honoring how you can have anointing to do exploits. Hallelujah. And we have to begin to do exploits. We have to begin to go to the next level. We have been at this level for far too long. Hallelujah. How many of you want to change levels? New levels. Hallelujah. But you can't change levels by thinking too much. Hallelujah. You need to believe in the anointing. Hallelujah. And the anointing with all your efforts. You get with all your effort. And the anointing's presence. Then you see that things will just work. Hallelujah. So to see the connection between anointing and Anna and celebrating anointing and Anna is in the Bible. And we are going to take a few examples. Let's go to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Last week I told us for us we know what makes things work and we know it's the anointing we know that if you the people that do know their God they shall be strong and they shall do exploit and we know it comes by the anointing so whatever we will do to get the anointing do you get it? we will do to get the anointing because there are people who do know you see, we know our God. Is that not so? So in Mark chapter 5, you look at what happened. Between Mark chapter 5 and Mark chapter 6 and 7, you will see 
many things that will let you see that it's important to honor the anointing. In Mark chapter 5, 1 and 2, or in Mark chapter 5, Jesus did a lot of miracles. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus did a lot of miracles. If you look at chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, it is about, the Bible says, and they came over onto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. Two. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately they met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. So this is the story of the madman of Gadara. And you know how that story ended, isn't it? By the time they realized in Mark 5, 15, this madman who was sleeping in the tomb, sleeping with ghosts and everything, cooking and everything in the, in the cemetery. When he met Jesus, when he met Jesus, in verse 15, he says that, and they came to see Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had legion, sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Wow. And in his right mind, it looks like it looks like many things are done when people are not in their right mind. So sometimes when you are not in the right frame of mind, don't take decisions. And many of you are not in the right frame of mind because of financial difficulties. Don't take decisions. Because in his right mind, hallelujah. And then clothes. And he, you see. This man was naked when he met Jesus. He was naked. Now he has gone to get some shirt and some suit to wear. In his right mind. And they were not afraid again. Hallelujah. So that is a wonderful miracle that Jesus has done. Are you getting me? Somebody was mad for several years sleeping in the cemetery. Now look at what has happened to him. Now let's go to again the same mark verse 25 the same Mark 5 verse 25 is like an action movie hallelujah he says that and a certain woman Mark 5 and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and has suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Do you get it? When she heard of Jesus, came in in the press behind and touched his garment. And we all know the story, isn't it? That the story of the woman with issue of blood. That is also Mark chapter 5. Hallelujah. The woman had a problem for many years. And then the Bible says that everything she did went, went rest. But in verse 29, when she touched Jesus, in verse 20, when she touched the Bible says, and straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Whoa. Whoa. Somebody didn't hear what I said. Straight away, the fountain of the blood was dried up and she felt in her body. You know, sometimes when you are healed, you feel it. 
People say, hey, how do you know you are, you are healed? But you feel it. And may you feel today that you are whole. May you feel today that your situation has changed. You, you know, it's, it's a, so that you can feel that things are okay. May you, may you, and when you feel it, it will come to pass. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. So this is another powerful miracle. Have you heard of the, that miracle before? Another powerful miracle that Jesus has done. The same Mark chapter 5, 22. Are you seeing what Jesus is doing? Do you want Jesus to do the same for you? Yeah. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everything you are reading here, he's doing it for you too. Hallelujah. 22. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray, come and pray for her that she'll be healed. That's what he came to tell Jesus. My little daughter. So you see, this is the miracle of the raising of Jairus' daughter in Mark chapter 5. Yes. The blockbuster action movie. Hallelujah. The same Mark chapter 5. Jairus came to Jesus that my little daughter is dying. Hallelujah. When you go to verse 35, when you go to verse 35, I'm showing a certain connection. When you go to verse 35, the same Mark chapter 5. While he yet spake, they came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? Hallelujah. When a human being dies, it is finished. I have been called to go to many hospitals many times when someone has died. And there have been times that as I look at the body, I wish I could just call the person. Come alive. But when I look at the human being lying there and the things that are taking place, I don't see anything. I just turn and console the man or the woman who has lost somebody. It's not easy to raise the dead who is looking at you on the stretcher. It's not easy at all. Yes. In my ministry, I've seen the dead raised before. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've told you, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I've seen it. But this dead was not on a stretcher. Do you get it? This the one on the stretcher and the one in the congregation are two different scenarios altogether. But Jesus, they told him that the girl was dead. The girl was dead. And then, they said, why are you troubling Jesus? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to them, don't be afraid. Only believe. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, you see, when he was going, he sacked some people. Some people must be sacked from your life. It's not everybody he went with, even including some of his own people. Look, it's not everybody who believes. And it's not everybody who should come when you are believing God for something. 
Some people, when you go and they, uh, um, talk with them, they will take away your faith. Yes. It's not everyone. So even Jesus, the Bible says that he suffered no man to follow him. Save Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Even some of the disciples were left out because going to raise the dead, you need another faith. You don't need anybody whilst you are praying. Hey, I, I, is he sure? Hey, Jesus. Is it, so it, it means that Peter, James, and John, they could believe that this man can do it. That's why he brought them along. They could believe. Walk with people who believe that what you are saying will come to pass. They believe. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, verse 41, he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talita kumi! Hey! Which means, interpreted, damsel, I say to thee, arise. Wow. Somebody who was dead. Oh. And verse 42, and straight away, the damsel arose. The damsel did what? The damsel did what? You can say arise. The damsel arose. Straight away the damsel arose. And stayed and walked. And walked. For she was 12 years old. Hmm. 12 years. So look, Jesus has raised the dead. He has cast out a devil. He's done a woman with issue of blood. 12 years. So isn't Jesus powerful? Eh? Isn't Jesus anointed? Those of you here, is Jesus not powerful? Is Jesus not anointed? Wow. Wouldn't you believe in somebody like that? But look at what happened in chapter 6. Look at what happens in chapter 6. Chapter 6 verse 1 to verse 1 following. The Bible says, so there says verse 1 following. After all these miracles, he went from thence and came to his own church. He went from thence and came unto his own country. And his disciples follow him. His own church, his own family, his own people. And disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, on Sunday, he began to preach. When he started preaching, they started singing, Something good is going to happen to you, happen to me. This very day, something good is going to happen Then the people were sitting down. They were sitting down. Jesus of Nazareth has come to his own town. As they were singing, the people were looking at him. They were looking at him. They, they were waiting to see what is, this is all about. That's all this about. Amen. So you take your seat. When they started singing, and after that, he also started preaching. So he began to teach. 
and many hearing him were actually astonished, saying, where does this wisdom come from? Where does this come from? That even with such mighty works, he's doing through his hands. You see, so they were, they could see that the man was, had wisdom, the man had testimonies, the man was anointed, they could see. But, they also started asking questions. From whence are this man these things? You see, from whence? Maybe if they had stopped it, it have been okay. Because you want to know how he got anointed. Like we had a conference recently, how I came to be anointed. When Bishop had this, this conference. So where, where did this anointing come from? And what, and what wisdom is this? Which is given unto him. Do you get it? Let's, the, 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 the next verse. And the Bible says, then they started asking questions. They started t- looking at his humanity. Because we have this treasure in earthen vessels. So they started looking at the humanity of Jesus. Is not this the carpenter? You see, it's not this the carpenter. So this makes us to see that Jesus helped his father in, at some time in his trade. So he was known in the area as the carpenter. He helped his father. He carried some bed to some newly married couples in town. The father sent it to go and collect money for people who had bought bed and were not paying. All those things. People called him and said, look, the bed your father made for me. The head is broken. Come and fix it for me. And Jesus went with the, is it crowbar? They used to, uh, crowbar, they used to do what? He went with a um, screwdriver or something and hammer. Go, go, go. I said, no, hey, Mr. Zachary, I'll finish, please. Sleep on the bed with your wife. So they knew Jesus as a carpenter. So the people, some people who know you and who have known your past before, it's not easy for them. They have known you. They have known your past before. What you were before you became a pastor. What you were before you became anointed. What you, they, they have a lot of problems. They have a lot of problems. Hey, is not this the carpenter? The son of Mary. Which was an insult. Because why do you, how do you, how do you mention somebody's mother's name and you don't, you don't address a person by the father's name? What other they were trying to say is that this son, that Mary, this illegitimate son that Mary had with another man that she claims, she claims it's a spiritual child, spiritual baby. So everybody in the town, but you know, Joseph didn't say anything. But Joseph, he didn't say anything he did, he did, but you see, he didn't say it, but everybody also knew that Joseph was a good man. And Joseph didn't do that thing. Because they calculated the month. They calculated when the pastor had a wedding. And the baby was not premature. So they realized, no, 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 no. Unless Mary's one, she alone can give her within seven months. Because we know when Joseph went home. And when Joseph came. And at a point we knew. So when did Joseph do this thing? So they had calculated all this. They were not telling him. They calculated all this in their minds. So is this not 
the, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judah, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. Do you get it? No, they never mentioned his father's name. Why did they say it's not and his father Joseph? They never mentioned his father's name. They only mentioned what the, what the so-called father does. But they never mentioned the father's name. Then they were offended. They were scandalized. That, ah, how can such a person with this background come and stand in front of us and say the things he's saying? Do you get it? Instead of saying what was upon him and doing, making him do what he had done in Mark chapter 5. Do you get it? They did not see that. They were rather looking at his background. And the Bible says in verse 5, the Bible says in verse 4, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own people and his own house. In other words, every prophet is honored away from his people. That's what Jesus is saying. Every prophet is honored away from his people. Because he often is so difficult to, to join the two. Do you get it? So difficult. If you are around the person. That's why I really respect the apostles and those who were with Jesus. I really respect them. The only one really betrayed him. And the rest believed. They believed. I really respect them. Because they, 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 they also saw Jesus. They also with him. And yet they believed that this is the son of God. And they, they followed him. They sold their businesses. They, and followed him. They seen nothing they believed. And even when they were following, sometimes even they have doubt. Even Thomas said, look, unless we see. But still he was following. Do you get it? So it's so difficult to know somebody. Look, this scripture, if you go to other places and you hear people talk about UD or Lighthouse or UD, you'll be amazed how they see our prophet. You'll be amazed. Of course, just like Jesus, there are others, even if you cut your head and put it and you do it kebab and give it to them. They will never say anything good to you. They, they others, they, even he, he prayed and chose. He prayed all night and chose 12. One of them was a devil. Do you get it? How much one who is not of them? So that one day. But when you hear people. Yesterday I was with some people. We passed. We were going somewhere. And we saw a lot of churches with buildings. Different churches with buildings. I told them that this, it didn't used to be like this some time ago, that charismatic churches will have buildings. We'll be in classrooms, we'll be in this, but you know, at a point, people realize that mm, this thing that this man is doing, building all over the place, it is something we have to start doing. Just as Church of Pentecost was building, Assemblies of God were building, people were building, we should, and so all churches now started building. You have no idea. And some of them tell us that this is why we started building. 
That's why we started building. Do you see? But when Bishop goes for crusades, those days, those of you who have read this magazine before, Decision, Billy Graham's magazine, Decision. Have you seen? Did some of you read Decision before? So I've not even seen it before. You before. Decision. We look and say, wow. What a, what a wow. Miracles. Crusades. Life crusades. And you see that that is what is happening in his ministry. You get it. But the people who are with him, his own children, his own country, they may not see it like that. Because perhaps they are also hearing, is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not the person people are saying this and that and that? And every man of God, people will say this and that and that. Every man of God. And that is even your own temptation to overcome. It's for you to overcome that because it's, see, it's not easy to receive anointing. No. Satan knows when you get anointed, the things you do, it's not easy. So he also tries to put things on your way to not get the anointing. To break the yoke. Yes, to break the yoke. So they were saying things. And the Bible says in verse 5, which, which is very, very important, in verse 5, and he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. The same Jesus who, now what this scripture is, and this story was being told by Jesus himself. If you have a red-lettered edition of the Bible, you will see that, you will see that, well, Jesus said a prophet was down honor in his own country, but then this one will be very bad. He, the prophet is down he's the one who said it. Do you get it? And then he continued, he did not, couldn't do. Which means that every prophet can do a lot of things. Look, some of you, your prophet can be looking at you. Go and come, go and come. And he can be saying in his head that if only you would do this. If only you would do this, you shall be made whole. But you'll be saying, is this not this man we heard this? Is this this man who did that? It's not his wife with us. And not his children with us. He couldn't do anything. You can see a direct linkage between Anna and miracles and the anointing. He couldn't do many mighty work. Every miracle you have heard that your our prophet Bishop Doug has done and on the crusade ground and the many prophecies that many testimonies we hear, you are also included. Amen. The only problem is that there, that is here, among his own people, he's not able to do many mighty works. Are you getting it? Because Jesus says that no prophet is without honor except in his, with his own people. Or whatever. No prophet is without honor except with his own people. His own people will look at him and just let things go. Hallelujah. Now, immediately after that, go to Mark chapter 7. No, sorry, Mark chapter 6. Again. Immediately after that. When they said I Mark 6, 7 and 8. I'm just letting, are you understand what I'm saying? Are you sure you understand what I'm saying? If you are understanding, say amen. If you are following, say amen. Good. 
Immediately after that, Bible said, and he called unto him the twelve and began to send them for two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Hallelujah. Gave them power over unclean spirits. And what I like about this is that, and he commanded them saying, you get them power on unclean spirit, the next verse, and he commanded them saying, they should take nothing for their journey. Now he's trying to show that you guys, you don't know what I can do. They should take nothing for their journey, save their staff only. No script, no bread, no money in their purse. They should go. Hey! Power be that. Just go. He's going to command. You see, this also show you how he's expecting a prophet to live. Hallelujah. They should take that and they should go. And then verse 12. Verse 12. That's now, he couldn't do much with his people. With his own people. He couldn't do much with his own people. And then verse 12. They went out and preached that men should repent. 13. And they cast out many what? They cast out what? Many devils. <clears throat> this has not even him, his disciples. Many, many, and many of you, the devils that are following you, the devils that are following you, that are making sure that things don't happen. You have no idea. Sometimes one, one day a witch was a witch was um, confessing of what she had done. And wizards also confess. But this one, when I heard it, was a witch. A witch was confessing of many things that she had done. I said, Wow! Dear Waldo, small, 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 small little girls, the things they can do. Hmm. Some, are, some are spiritual gynecologists, spiritual ophthalmologists, the things they say. Hey! So, they cast out many devils. And anointed with oil, many that were sick, and he healed them. Many that were sick, and he healed them, and they healed them. So you see that even and healed them to the extent that in verse fourteen, to the extent that in verse, are you are you are you following what I'm saying? I'm telling about the honor and the anointing. You know. To the extent that in verse fourteen, King Herod heard of him. For his name was spread abroad. Because what they were doing and what was spreading, it was, it was so amazing. And he heard that Jesus is the one who has sent these people all over the land with power, with might. That even Herod heard of him and thought that John the, is it, he actually said John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. It was so amazing. Hallelujah. He was so what? Amazing. Then, after that, the one of the most powerful miracles you have ever seen, the feeding of the 5,000. The feeding of the 5,000. Hey! This man is anointed, though. But his anointed was leveled. You know, the house of the anointed levelless. They leveled him when he went to his own people. 
they leveled him. They brought him, they, they brought him down. They made him small. Say, who are you? Carpenter Jesus. Capi. They said, Capi. Even when, he, when he was making the altar call, he said, Capi, they call you. <laughs> hey! Then he left them all. Now look at what is happening again. This is started by his disciples going out to show power. That he himself, walking with people and the poor were hungry. And he said what? Feed them. They said, how can we feed them? All that we have is what? Two, five, loaves, five fishes and two loaves of bread. That's all that we have. Or two fishes and five loaves of bread. This all that we have. But that was two of us. There was a bread and there was a loaf. <laughs> and I said, feed them. Hey. Then they looked at Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I think there's something wrong with you. How can we feed these people? Even if we, even if we have money, there's no bakery around to go and buy bread for them. But he says, you let them sit down. He took the two, two fishes and five loaves and prayed and prayed and said, share it, share it, share it, share it. Hey! And everyone had his or her portion. And there were some left. There were some left. Is it not the same person that when he was not honored, he couldn't do anything? They couldn't do anything. The same Jesus. You get it. This is what we call sometimes the aura of the visiting preacher. You know, sometimes you can even be with people, preach the same message, say the same, and the visiting preacher will come. And then the preacher will speak the same thing you said, and they come and said, Oh, I've never heard this before. Have you? <laughs> hey, he preached, Oh, I've never heard this before. It's just a revelation of a prophet. It, you know, when you were looking at, when you were speaking, they were thinking about their carpenter's son. They were thinking of so many things. They didn't even on, they didn't even hear until the visitor came. They didn't even hear. What a shock! They didn't even hear. Hey, Zakata Barukata Zakaya. Hmm. He fed 5,000. The same Jesus who. But I'm telling you, in his own country, he couldn't do nothing. None, nothing. Because of the... Uh, this. Let me, let's just look one last one he did. Mm. This time, this time, wow. His disciples decided to go somewhere that he stayed behind. Then whilst they were there, Jesus decided to go to them. But there was no boat around. There was no ship around. So he decided to walk on water. Yeah. Yeah. He decided to do what? Walk on water. Hey! What manner of man is this? Decided to walk on water. This is the same man who, the same man that others have looked at him and they have said, is he not the carpenter? 
You may not say see not the carpenter, but you may be saying what is on your mind, what you have heard about the about your anointed. You may be saying what you have heard about your anointed. So as he's preaching, as he was doing, you yourself can say, What what powerful works is he doing? And yet, is he not the carpenter? Hey, for carpenter. The Bible says that Mark says 47. Mark says 47. And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea. In the midst. It was in the midst of the sea. And he alone on the land. Tell me, are you listening to me? And he saw them toiling in roaring. For the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them. About the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them, what? Walking upon the sea. The carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of Joseph and all he is now walking on the sea. And would have even passed by them. They would have come to meet him at the other side. Hey. For they saw, they all saw him and they were surprised. And immediately he walked with them and said unto them, Be happy, be of good cheer. I'm not, don't be afraid. Jesus walked on water. So you see that this man was so anointed and loaded. But he was leveled. Somebody once told me that one day I was, I was working with a certain big man, chairman of one of these, then chairman of this one of these banks and things. We were working, we did something. He did something. And we were playing golf. And he played the golf and the golf and he said, hey, golf or your leveler or today London. Or the golf or your level out today or today golf will be or today landing will be and you'll be at. And he said that because as he was as a child, whatever when he goes to London, he also goes to take on the grand train. He also runs to catch the bats. And I'm talking about a very big man. Also, or your level out today landing. <laughs> because as he played the ball, the ball just went and went to the bush. And went to the bush. So I said, Go for your leveler or to the London. the same. Whether you are a chairman of this or where you go, all the same. Amen. The people made anointing leveler. So congregation were your levelers. What to the London? Mercy. So all that this is telling us that we should respect and honor the You see, I've told you already, we have so many preachers, isn't it? And today we are talking about the anointing. That you need anointing. And for the anointing to come, you have to honor the anointed. You have to honor the anointed. Yes, anointed has been carpenter before. Anointed is brother of this. Anointed brother, but you see, he is now the anointed. It's not the anointed. And you ne- they will never cease to refer to him as carpenter. They never cease to refer to him. But he is still the anointed. 
But when he left them, and who, who was the one who lost? Who lost? His hometown people, they had their hernia, they had their diabetes, they had their, all those their serious issues, but save a few headaches and migraines and things like that. Then he went to do powerful, cast out devils. Some of you, the devils that are following you. Hey! And somebody's, somebody's um, prophet is who you are under because it's not in your own country. Sometimes all that you need is what God has given to you. Then you see another person. You see, do you know why people go for girlfriends? You know why? Familiarity. They say familiarity. For the woman you are staying in the house, the same buttocks, the same everything. Do you get it? The same, the same buttocks, the same everything. Nothing changes. Yeah. The same everything. Nothing changes. But a woman is without Anna. Don't go and be fighting with your husband about this one. I'm just saying that the south may have a different shape. Because sometimes the, the north, maybe the head and the hairstyle and everything, then maybe the leg, the, 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 southern, the upper east and the upper west, they, they may be different. But the central region, they are all the same. Hey. They are all the same. They are all the same. And whether two minutes man, five minutes man, ten minutes man, they say nothing has changed. And nothing changes. Hey. So stay there and mind your central region. Mind. Do Galamu say, mind your central region. Hey. The same. You sit down, sit down. Eh. The same value. You see, you go and see one girl working with the thing and say, hey, this one, if I get this one, if you get what? Have you seen her at home? Have you? You see, because, because the one you are staying with, you have seen her at home with her Captain Haddock. And all those bowler things. Parachute. You have seen all those things. So now when the fiangle shrimpish. This one, yeah. It may be not there. The same, the same. And you the woman's too. The same. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. The same. Uh, what was I preaching that I came to this? Can, can somebody remind me what I was saying? Huh? Huh? Familiarity. Okay, 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 okay. So sometimes it's a familiarity. It's a familiarity. Amen.
Hey! And you come and tell me that eh, even when I'm doing it, my mind is not there. Let your mind come there. Let your mind come there. Amen. Amen. Turn to a person sitting next to you say it's the same. Everything is the same. Say, tell the person, stick to what you have. And concentrate on what you have. Your prophet is anointed. Your prophet is anointed. Stick to your prophet. Hey! Honor your prophet. You see, understand that God has led you. You see, I've, I've seen so many people. You see, God gives them a prophet. I don't know what they see other things. Say, oh, this is where I have to go. This is where, and, and I grieve in my spirit. I say, wow. But it's for you. You are the one walking away from your anointing. Yes. Some people, when they are leaving the church, they think you are begging them to stay. But you're actually grieving in your spirit. You're actually grieving in your spirit. You don't know what you are walking into. You don't know. You see, you don't know. You are grieving in your spirit. That you don't know what you are walking away from. Because maybe I've seen something else. Maybe something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Apart from God leading you, I don't know any other thing. Are you getting me? Because God can lead you. Amen. As to why God will lead you, I don't know. But God can lead you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Definitely. God can lead you. So, when we know all these things, what do we do? We must be able to honor with ease. Are you here with me? Hey! Honor with ease. When you know these things, it makes you honor with ease. You don't struggle to honor. Is that not so? You don't struggle. So, Mary Magdalene and um, their family, they didn't struggle to honor Jesus. They honored with ease. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus also went to their house with ease. When they had a problem, he went there with ease. Anna with ease. Hallelujah. How can you honor with ease? You honor with love and faith. You honor with love and faith. Hallelujah. You honor with love and faith. You see that when they call Jesus to come, when they call Jesus to come, in Mark 10, 38 when he said, Now it came to pass as they went that they entered to a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered with about so many things. And Jesus said unto Martha, 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 you are so, so, so. But one thing is needful, and your sister has taken the best part. Hallelujah. So, Love and admiration makes you honor with ease. Love and admiration. You have, you have to love. You see, what made Mary to love Jesus, to make, to go and wipe his feet? What made them to invite him and cook for him? To eat. When really, you think that the fair is one day that he went there. They were so close that people up to today thought that Mary was Jesus' girlfriend. Up to today. Yes. They were so close. And I don't know, because, you see, as a man thinketh, and as a woman thinketh, so he is or so she is, 
Do you get it? Because you think that when you walk with any man, he sleeps with you. You think that when any woman is walking with a man, the man is sleeping with her. That's how you think. You see? Because that's how you think. So everything is suspicious to you. Because you dear, when you get it, you don't spare them. Hey! Let them cross your path and see. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you cross the road at your risk. They have put the danger. Cross not. So that's how you think. So when you see all that, all those people are admiring, the Mary Magdalene's who are admiring, who are breaking the alabaster, who are wiping the disease, and you say, oh, okay. I'm a fan. I admit. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Chicken, pork, chicken, beef. Pork, chicken, beef. Your mind like something. Amen. That is why they said about Jesus. Amen. And they loved. They admired the anointing. They admired. And they were blessed. Mary, uh, uh, um, what's her name? Martha and Mary. Do you remember the, the, the brother had died for four days? And they called Jesus. They said, come, come. John, um, um, Lazarus, the one whom you love. Whom you love. Can you imagine that the one whom you love? Hey. Go betide you, a pastor, is it the, the lady whom you love is at the hospital? Hey. Reverend Francis, the lady whom you love, she should dare send you a test with a, a, a love emoji in her eyes. Mouse, hey. remove her way. Or say, come to me, wake. <laughs> Whoa, betise you. The lady whom you love is at the hospital and say, Oh, Reverend Friends, I'm not well. Oh, then, pew, 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 emoji laugh. Hey! They will take the test message. I know a, a man of God, he was praying for people. And his wife said, how come you spend six, something seconds on this one alone? All the rest, you spend six seconds, six seconds. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. But when he came to this one, he stopped and said, take it, do this. And I timed. It was something seconds. Extra. And then even, even when she was going, said, bring that woman back. Bring her back. I mean, the man is, man is ministering. The man is ministering, and God is using the man to minister. And so, bring her back quickly. Yeah, you see, all the people were going, see, all of them were, were that. Only the fair one. Yeah, you see, sunshine. You see, bring her back. Why do you think he said that? I've been telling you. And I said, you are too strong. Bring her quickly. Hey! When you honor the anointing, Jesus couldn't do much in his own country. But see, after that too, you see, before that he did it. After that, he continued doing it. He ignored them and went on doing it. Yes. So, beloved, God has blessed us with anointing. 
Hallelujah. And tell somebody, let, let us be free to celebrate our anointing. Let us be free to celebrate our anointing. Because we, we know what it is for us and it does for us. Hallelujah. And this is not a one-day wonder. It's also something to encourage you. You get it. Something to encourage you to continue doing it. Hallelujah. And God will bless you. God will bless you. The honoring with ease comes when you see that honoring is linked to the anointing. And then also there's always a reason why you not honor. That look. Save small, small, small things. And we are, we may be, you see, when you go to many churches, you see, when a pastor visits a place and he preaches, the people see the pastor as a wild person. Then when they come to his church, then they see that they, are, they can't compare the two. Ah, but this man is very powerful. How come this is what is happening? Are you getting me? Because they are surprised. But should, people shouldn't be surprised in the UD. Hallelujah. They should see that by the grace of God. We honor. We honor the anointing. We join the flow. We, we listen to his words. We pray with him. Hallelujah. We love you. We admire. Admire. Some of you, you have your wife and you're admiring somebody else. Can you mind the problems it can come, it can bring? You have your wife who, and you are admiring someone else. You have your husband and you are admiring someone else. Is it a good thing? You are only going for problems. I get what I'm saying. You're only going for problems. So let's believe God to be anointed. Anointing to break the yoke is upon this ministry. Anointing to build houses upon this ministry. Anointing to believe God, to please God is upon this ministry. Oil to level mountains upon this, upon this ministry, upon the Father that God has given to us. And as we provoke the anointing by respecting the vessel, then God blesses us. Hallelujah. That is why we always say that there is a time that you need to honor the prophet. You get it. And there are so many ways by listening to his word and all visit the commandment and everything and also by honoring with your substance hallelujah so God bless you I believe that I believe that we are going to be people who know the anointing and who honor the anointing who know the anointing and who honor the anointing hallelujah and even as before I go to the next, I want to just pray, say, Lord, teach me to, to, to see. Give me the eyes of the Spirit to see the anointed. And may I know that anointed is for my, for my, for my sake and for my good, for my breakthrough, for my peace, for my peace. For the yoke upon my head to be broken and the bed upon my shoulder to be broken. That is what the anointed is for. And Lord, May I be able to provoke the anointing and to tap into the anointing in the name of Jesus. Just start praying. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues.
Special day, and today we are going to honor the. And you know, one of the things that is even amazing is people who choose not to come to church during their pastor's birthday when they are honoring him. Me, I look, me, I know all those people. People who choose the day you are honoring the prophet, that's the day they don't come to church. And it's all, see, all those things, and the day you'll be waiting for somebody and the person doesn't appear, then you, thou shall remember. That's the day they would decide not to even come to church. It doesn't mind. I mean, of course, except a few who, by all means, if whatever, whatever they can't be around, like I know some like that. Do you get it? Otherwise, otherwise. But if you know that's for your own good, it's for your own blessings, then you do it. So we want to honor the prophet. I told you, if you came with any honor, envelope, whatever. Your name is on it. Your phone number is on it. That's also important. Came with your check, whatever. I myself want to. And this, we are honoring the prophet who is the father of the ministry. Who birthed all of us. Who birthed all of us to ministry. Whose books? Whose songs? We are dancing with. We are doing drama with. We are singing. Every time. Whose messages? Whose books? We are feeding ourselves with. We know the importance of it. And therefore, today we break the alabaster box of ointment. But the Lord made this anointing for nations work for me. Anointing for breakthrough work for me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, thank you for the honor. For the honor. But just before we close, just before we close, Let's say this prayer together. Let's all say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. The whole church should join. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. And I confess with my mouth. And I confess with my mouth. That Jesus. That Jesus. Is Lord. Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, forgive me, forgive me of all of my sins, of all of my and sins, wash me and wash me with your blood. With your blood. Just as I am, just as I have am, I've come to you, I've come and, to you and, declare and declare that from today I am yours. That from today I am yours, and you are mine. And you are mine. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.